created live on Fireside. Welcome to the first episode of the Chris and Amanda Show. Uh, everybody strap in because this is our very first episode and we uh, we plan on having a good time. We've been really excited behind the scenes getting this together for everybody. And, uh, you know, and as the show goes on, I'm sure we'll get a little bit more technically proficient with with the show itself. So uh, but please uh, sit back and be entertained as we go. So if you are new to uh, what this whole show is about. Uh, Amanda and I uh, got together and actually Amanda had this great idea. She came to me and said, hey, we should do a weekly show where we each pick songs for each other <laughs> to listen to and then give our review and our reactions to because uh, Amanda and I, as much as we get along so well, uh, we are definitely from completely our, our musical tastes couldn't be any more opposite uh i am definitely much more of the the punk hardcore metal classic rock i, I do have a very wide mix of music mm -hmm. i listen to but i definitely wear that on my sleeve and amanda comes from much more of the the country uh she's a country gal 80s um, back listening I, I would say a little more conservative right if I, very much so very much yeah. so yeah, so uh, so this this will be fun, and I, I know that uh, pretty much every song I think I'm gonna pick for Amanda as this week <laughs> as the weeks go on are gonna be things that she's never heard before. So that will be for me. It's gonna be more fun than anything is, is <laughs> listening to your reactions to some of these some of these songs. And believe me, I do put thought into these to picking these songs. It was hard because I had so many choices to narrow it down to three. Was near impossible but i said amanda it's okay we're gonna do this weekly don't get so down on yourself you can right. do this next monday <laughs> right exactly we've got we've got every monday so uh but yeah so that is the thing so every monday amanda and i plan on doing this uh live at 12 p.m eastern and of course you'll always be able to catch the replays if you miss the live version so i want to welcome everybody right now who's down there listening to us live and feel free to uh participate as we go along yes. and uh we we plan on having this wrapped up by one o'clock this is the the goal is to have a 60 minute <laughs> show which is why we only picked three songs and uh and yeah, that, that's pretty, I mean, am I forgetting anything? So no, no, next, yeah. next week, we might have to narrow it down to two, depending on how long, when did we get, we're, right. we're, we're trying it out. We don't know. We don't right. know at all. So what we, we know, know is we're excited and this right. is going to be a lot of fun. Right. And I would encourage everyone in the audience to make noises, cheer yes. us on. You can boo. It's okay. If you don't okay. like my reaction, it's okay. You can or do my it. reaction. <laughs> you can do yeah. the party. <laughs> right. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> I, yeah, I will, yeah. I will Scott's say already that doing it, the poo emoji. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. He's like, you guys, you guys are terrible. Uh, I will say that if anybody uh, is into like writing theme songs, uh, Amanda and I definitely want a theme song. So you know, <laughs> we're like already the Chris and Amanda show, rock and roll, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then it goes into a love song, like it's a fifteen right. second. <laughs> yeah. I love it. I love it. Uh, all oh right. So oh uh, so we're, we're going to get started here. And just another quick reminder, and you'll see it on the scroll here, is that we do have a playlist that will be updated weekly. Uh, all the songs will be there as the episodes go on. So right now, if you go to Spotify, uh, if you go to the ChrisandAmandaShow.com, it'll link you right to the Spotify playlist where our songs for this week are posted there and we will just continue to update every single week until we have this like crazy mixed bag <laughs> uh, playlist from the entire season of, uh, of, of our shows. So uh, if you want to play along and follow along and listen to these songs as we go, uh, feel free to do that. So with that, let's get started. Uh, Amanda's first pick for me um, so we're going to go one for one. So I'll go first and then Amanda will go first. So Amanda's pick for me was the Wailing Jennings song, Don't Think Twice, It's All Right. And I am not a huge country fan. However, I will say that um, while I'm not a big country fan and it's not my normal go-to genre, I do have incredible respect for um, the legends of country. Good and answer. Good like answer. <laughs> it's true. I, 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 my, my father uh, listened to a lot of, he went through a whole phase when I was younger <laughs> where he listened to a lot of older country. And my grandfather was, uh, was very big in the country. And he listened to a lot of the, the, the old school, like guys, you know, like, you know, like Waylon Jennings, Johnny Cash, obviously Willie Nelson, mm -hmm. uh, 
he listened to uh, he listened to a lot, and and so I was exposed to it at a very early age. So I I definitely have a very strong appreciation for the legends of country and sort of being like the genre that it's just like very true American music. Mm-hmm. It's very Americana, yeah. and there's actually a lot of emotion and heart and soul in in the music. So it's not what we have today, which is, I guess you could say more country pop. Although I do for hear sure, some, sure. sometimes I hear things that I'm like, Oh, this guy's or this artist yep. is much more of like the old school cut from that cloth. So I, I will say that I did listen to this song. I had never heard it before. And I never heard it. I had never heard it before. I just didn't. I mean, and it's very That's possible. Crazy. Maybe when I was younger, I'd heard it, but I hadn't heard it before. So I was, uh, I was, re- I really liked the song. I did like it. And I, I, uh, I, when I did a little uh, investigation, I found out that it was actually a Bob Dylan cover, which once again, I didn't know. And, and oftentimes, uh, you know, I've always said that Bob Dylan songs are usually <laughs> better. Uh, this is going to be an unpopular opinion, I'm sure. But <laughs> I, I usually say most people do uh, better covers of Bob Dylan songs than Bob Dylan actually does himself. So Ooh, I, uh, oh, there you go. So I, 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 I actually should go back, and I didn't with this one, is go back and actually listen to the Bob Dylan version of this before I make my final judgment on that. But I'm going to suspect that the Wailing Jennings version is probably better. <laughs> uh, but but I, I did like the song. I really did. And um, I, I actually favored it. So it will be in... <gasps> my mix of of liked songs for sure wow. uh, so i i definitely I, I dug this one so and it was another thing when i was doing and i i was just reading up more in whaling jennings because i was like wow this introduced me like let me do a little more you know background into who mm-hmm. he was and i know that he did a really cool collaboration with willie nelson uh i think it was like uh ww3 or something like that it was a record they did together and then uh i also found out which i didn't know and you may know this amanda because but he was actually a bass player in Buddy Holly's band. He was in the. Crickets, I did not know that. And he did not get on the plane that night. He was supposed to take that plane ride with Buddy Holly, and he did not get on the plane. I did not know that. Well, and because well, he didn't get on that plane, he obviously survived. So he uh, doing a little, little, little digging on fact is that he was supposed to be on that that fateful plane ride that night where buddy holly the big bopper and richie valens passed away he did not get on that plane look at chris like fact checking <laughs> things and i'm just like i just really feel connected to it <laughs> that's as simple as oh, it, it, it opened me up because i i was like wow this is a really cool song and then i just started reading a little bit more about him and and his you know his career and i was like holy smokes i had no idea that it went that deep. He played bass in 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 the crickets, uh, at least that incarnation of the band uh, with Buddy Holly. And yeah, he didn't get on that plane that night. So I was, I was, I didn't know that. I was blown away by that. So, um, so I will give our our my my rating for this. So just because we we didn't start that at the top, but we did come up with a rating system. So five <laughs> five records is this is an amazing song, and it will be forever linked in uh, the pantheon of our favorite music. And mm-hmm. one record is it's not not good i'm not going to listen to it 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 was cool to hear it but uh i I may just burn it or forget i ever heard it so i'm going to actually give this four records i'm going to give this song four records i really enjoyed it it was nice it was uh i don't know it just came at a really good time and i I liked the the sound of it i liked the lyrics Uh, i just thought it was cool and i definitely had a connection to it so i i liked your pick so thank you very much for for picking up for me so that that is a four record pick for me it means a lot that it's on your favorite list now. That's impressive. That's all more than four records in my book. Right. <laughs> That's impressive. So impressive. Well, so. your your very first song you gave to me was by The Promise <laughs> Ring, and it was Make Me a Mixtape. So <laughs> I definitely had never heard of it before. And I have to say, it was my favorite of the ones you've sent okay. me this week. Does that surprise you? Uh, you know what? I, I had a feeling it might be, but I mm-hmm. thought my number two pick may be your favorite, but I was like, I, I was very interested to hear what you were going to, what you were going to think of this song, but I did, I, I picked it for specific reasons, but I, I don't want to say anything to your, you're done with your, your review. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have to say a little story behind this. So do you, have you heard of 89X, like the, 89x stole christmas shows that used to exist do you i they might still exist i don't know if no. it was 
like Michigan specific. Yeah, I'm, I'm not familiar, but we used to go to those concerts and it kind of made me remember and think of that time because that was the kind of music that mm. was played. And so it made me think of when Marcus and I were just dating and we were young babies. And so that was fun. But funny story, I actually fell asleep at the concert. <laughs> <laughs> Because it was so late and I was so tired. Like, how do you fall asleep to that kind of music? Amanda did. Like, that's obnoxious. That's obnoxious. So it brought a lot of like funny like memories back. And so I I guess I guess I really don't know what the song was about, other than it's like I, I liked make me a mixtape that reminds me of you. So is it just basically like Make me a mixtape so that way I can think of you. Like I, I don't always understand the the songs within yeah. the songs. <laughs> yeah, no, it's. It, I mean, it's, it's fairly. Yeah, it's pretty much that. It's make me a mixtape. You know, to get me closer to you. Make me a mixtape. You know, that reminds me of you. Thank and you. he even talks about you know put something that the Cars did back nineteen eighty. Like you. He, you know, put some Husker do. So it's like it's very, you know, that that whole thing of. And for anybody who's listening that's much younger, it's very much like making a playlist for somebody. But, mm -hmm. you know, back in our day, uh, we made <laughs> mixtapes and then eventually mix CDs. <laughs> and now it's like become like playlists. <laughs> Do you remember like the time, the impeccable timing you had to have if you were trying to make a mixtape? You had to have like your finger yep. on like ready to record. Like, boom. I, I like Pressure. had that system down, especially when it was on the radio. Like, <laughs> on the radio or you drop, if you were recording like records to tape and you drop the needle, it's like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> it was these young kids will never know. They'll never no. know. You had to push two buttons to record. <laughs> it is a, it is an art form that is, mm -hmm. a, I don't know if it's lost. Some, I, it may be lost. It's just, it was just a different time, you know, and a different way of doing yeah, it. I think that by putting together like how it is now, like a Spotify playlist or something, I feel like the sentiment is still there, but the, mm -hmm. the, the mechanics of that whole like the tape the record or cd it was just like it was so uh, like user essential mm -hmm. you didn't push buttons on a computer and tell the computer what to do you had to like do a million things at one time right and I, if i remember correctly you could even take a pre-recorded cassette tape and like yes kick the tab out so then you could actually record on it is yes. am i remembering that correctly yeah no absolutely yeah if you put a piece of tape over it you could you could then there uh, you go there over you go it. yeah <laughs> <laughs> Rigging the system. So yeah. for that, all of those wonderful memories, I gave it four records. All right. Oh, wow. I, it was one of those things like I, I was kind of tapping to it a little bit. Yeah, it definitely has that beat. And that's what Promise Ring was known for. Uh, you know, it's that Midwest emo sound. And they were one of the bands that really broke out and had that like, um, you know, Davey's voice, which, you know, I mean, obviously you can tell it's not like a singing, but it was like, it's all about just like the lyrics and the emotions and different pop culture callbacks and stuff like that. It's, it's just a really fun song to like blast and, uh, and have a good time too. So it's, it's yeah, I blasted at volume two. Yeah. <laughs> Amanda <laughs> go crazy. <laughs> My husband's always so funny. He's like, how do you hear this stuff? I'm like, I just got good ears. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Oh, I can't wait to hear what you think of my number two choice. Okay. So your number two choice uh, for me was by Noah Cyrus and it's the song July. So I didn't, I've never listened to anything by Noah Cyrus and I had to just check to make sure. Cause I, I had, a, I, had a, I, I was like, Oh, is that mm -hmm. Miley Cyrus's sister? And so I was like, well, maybe. And so I, I, but it is. So I, I confirmed mm -hmm. that. Um, so one of the, so I did, I listened to that song a few times and, you know, it's, I, I have a really, um, I, I love like female singers. I, I, I love hearing and, and especially like when they're in rock bands and all that, but I have a very, I have just a strong affinity for, for female singers and, and uh, some like really, really resonate with me and others just kind of feel a little like, like good voice but not really mm -hmm. i don't know not much more there than just being a cool voice so with this i, I really wasn't sure i was like i didn't know if this was going to be super pop like centric like a sure, like sure. a miley cyrus like pop song i just had no idea so i was actually surprised that like how like heartfelt and sentimental the song was and and it had a lot of it had a lot more soul to it than i thought it would mm -hmm. um 
you know, and I, I think there's a duet version too with Leon Bridges, which I don't think is this version. No. Um, because I think she was the only one that that did this. Yeah, if I can remember. Yep. Yeah, I don't think so. Uh, but but I and the other thing about this song too, because there's another thing that I always it drives me crazy. I don't know why it drives me crazy, but it drives me crazy sometimes. And it, is that I <laughs> sometimes like you hear it and I, I get it, not everybody's a songwriter, mm-hmm. but like I feel like when you know that at least the person singing the song has mm-hmm. done something to the song or contributed somehow. I some, and this is just my sense of thinking. It's not always accurate, but, <laughs> but sure. it is like, it just notches it up a little bit more like that. Mm-hmm. I'm like, Oh, like it's not, she's not just a pop princess. Like she actually mm-hmm. can. So I was, I saw that she does have writing credits on the song, which I don't know what those are. I mean, it could just be strictly for publishing, which is fine, but sure. um, I don't know. It just, it just, for me, it just gave it a little more, I guess clout. Integrity, I guess. sure. Yeah, sure. than just being like, hey, I'm just, you know, hey, here's some songs, like rip it, mm-hmm. and I'm Miley Cyrus's sister, and you know, to sign me to a record deal. So, yeah. I, uh, but I, I was, I was surprised by the song. It, it, it was not what I thought it was going to be at all. Um, so I, I enjoyed it. Uh, I liked the William Jennings song more, mm-hmm. but I would say for this, I absolutely didn't hate it. I, I, I listened to it a few times actually. And then I played it from, for my, for my daughters. And of course like, Oh yeah, dad, we know this song. I'm like, yeah, of course, you guys know this song. Um, <laughs> of course dad. Uh, but, but yeah, so I, I would probably give this one. I thought it was a cool song. So I didn't hate it. I did listen to it a few times. So I, I would give this song um, three records. I would give it three records. Not bad. Yeah. Not bad. I, I don't know what it is about that song. I think the range is really cool. Mm. I think that's, that's a good that's a good word yeah I feel like the um the talent level I think Miley Cyrus is very very talented but I think she just had so much merit on where she started you know mm-hmm. where I think this is just a little bit of a different circumstance and I just really loved it and any song that has whistling in it oh, Amanda <laughs> I love a good whistle <laughs> it's like one of my favorite parts in songs because I'm a really good whistler uh, right. now you all know now you all know <laughs> Now you all know. So uh, before we move on uh, to, to my my second pick to Amanda, just wanted to remind everybody who's tuning in right now that welcome to the Chris and Amanda show. Uh, we do this show. T- today is episode one. Uh, we will be doing the show every Monday from 12 to 1 p.m. And basically the premise of the show is that Amanda and I pick three songs each for each other and we give them a review based on five records to one record. And we talk a little bit about the song and why we chose it and, and you know, what we discovered or what we liked and didn't like about the song. And and it's just basically playing off of the fact that Amanda and I have completely different musical tastes and we're exposing each other to music that we may or may not have heard before. Mm-hmm. I can almost guarantee every song that I send to Amanda is nothing that she's ever heard before. Um, although I, I got a feeling you're going to surprise, surprise me one of these days. You're gonna be like, I know this song. And, uh, I can't wait. It might be episode 55, but I'm going to yeah. get there one day. <laughs> you are going to get there one day. And <laughs> Uh, if you want to listen to these songs and follow along as we do these week by week, we are posting them on a Spotify playlist, which you can get at the Chris and Amanda show.com. If you go right there, it'll, it'll take you right to that Spotify playlist and you can hear the songs that we're talking about. And, you know, as we go, we'll, we'll get a little more tickly, uh, technically proficient at the show, but mm-hmm. you know, so far, uh, so far so good, I think, right. We haven't gotten any, we haven't gotten any booze, right. So we must be doing <laughs> something. Okay. I know. <laughs> Are you guys still there? Can you do a little hand clapping just so we can hear? <laughs> I see hand claps. I see some thumbs up. <laughs> oh, I wonder like if it got quite like I wonder if you muted the sound. Oh no, no, nope, there we, we go. Didn't. Nope, we oh, perfect. <laughs> That's all I needed to hear. <laughs> Keep there them coming. Go. Keep yeah. it coming. I love it. All right. Well, all right. Chris's second song was by Operation Ivy. Had never even heard of them. <laughs> like in my life, I just think of Poison Ivy, not Operation Ivy, and it sounds system. And I had never also heard that before. So I just think it's crazy that it was even Operation Ivy and Sound System. Um, how they come up with this, I don't know. And what's really interesting is I didn't even know this type of music existed <laughs> until last week. It's Tanner's. <laughs> favorite music so it was perfect timing that i actually you sent me a song that was in the ska category it's like yeah. ska, like ska like ska ska like how do you say ska like it's not skull it's ska so it's ska <laughs> i find it funny that even ska is a name for a type of music 
<laughs> so I'm learning. I'm learning. You're learning. I have to say, there was lots of passion. How old are these kids? Can can you tell me? I didn't look up. <laughs> I didn't look up. Well, they they are not kids. Uh, they are. <laughs> these are old. grown adult men. Well, they are now. When they did that, when they did this is this is this record came out in. Well, let's see. That was the nineteen. I think this is eighty nine. Operation Ivy was. Oh my goodness! So you looked um, this up. I just went by like strictly like if I like the song. <laughs> no, I no, I did more fine. research. Well, this, this is no, yep. This so this song was released in '89 on the Energy record. Um, okay. And so Op Ivy is from they're they're from California, and it, I mean back when they did this, yeah, they they were like really young. I mean now they're much much older, and you know all families and stuff like that. And, and I'll, I'll give you a little bit more history once you you once you keep going. But yeah, this was '89. So that might explain some of the. I just thought it was a newer. A new, mm -hmm. not a newer song, but a newish song, you know, right. post 2000, maybe. <laughs> um, I felt like there was a lot of passion. Like a lot of kids got together and just was like, yeah, let's do this. And then they were just terrible at it. <laughs> 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 I hate the chorus. You don't like, you don't like sound system going to bring me no, back. No, because the <laughs> other part was better. So the sound system part was the part that I was like, makes you not even sound super talented, but the other part was okay. <laughs> and I have to say, like, I didn't mind like the music part of it. It was just when they started singing and I'm like, oh my <laughs> gosh, like how do people get record deals? Well, so this, so this was, so Operation Ivy is, um, so I'll try to explain this without going into a deep history of like California punk rock and the, the 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 San Francisco Bay Area scene. But so they're an important band in in that the ska punk movement. So there was definitely the ska bands of like the '80s. So you think about like Madness and the Specials and bands like that that were like really influential and and had that real heavy heavy ska and even the Clash to a point integrated ska and reggae into like their music and you know and we all know the police and the police definitely integrated like elements of ska and reggae into mm -hmm, their music mm -hmm. as well but op ivy took it to like that whole like crusty level <laughs> that that real like like you said it's just like um kids with a lot of passion playing mm -hmm. music having great time writing songs mm -hmm. about like the things they felt like you know sound system which is you know talking about music, bringing people together. They, they went on to write a lot of other songs about um, anti-discrimination and, and anti-racism and a lot of things they were seeing like in that area and like writing music about it to like really positive mental attitude and, and lift people up and say, hey, this is not okay. Like you should not be doing these things. Like, you know, we got to band together and all these other things. So anyway, um, but they're an, an important band because they were one of the ones that really blended that punk ska sound, which then a lot of other bands took and like, I guess you could say, quote unquote, just refined it more, cleaned it up. And, and, uh, but they were like, they're, I'm not going to say they're the complete originators of that, but they were, I guess, the more of the popular ones that really kind of launched it. And, and a lot of kids discovered punk and ska through Operation Ivy. So they have become a, a big gateway band for a lot of, a lot of kids. And, uh, and actually, so, and if you know the, if you know the band Rancid, do you know Rancid? Mm -mm, mm -mm. Okay. Which, okay. So anyway, Rancid <laughs> is a, is, is a very big, like punk band and they have elements of ska and reggae, but so Matt and, and, and Tim from Operation Ivy created Rancid and Rancid like is, is a very popular popular band that i um, don't really clearly know yeah. <laughs> that's okay that's okay i like but how you I called it op ivy <laughs> i like yeah, that you're like ivy. op ivy because that's a real fan there's yeah. like a nickname well, for it yeah so it, that's operation ivy and sound system so um it's one of my favorite songs because i listen to sound system it's on my like spin mix when i do my spin and it's just a song that gets me so like amped up and i i totally dance around when i, I hear that feel song like if the monkeys or the Beatles would have been in the eighties, that's where they would have landed. That's a, that's an amazing analogy. Wow. Do you, can you see that? Can you that's feel a, that? That's an interesting perspective. I would have never thought of that, but I, I feel like as I li like, they would have experimented with yeah, I, the I, first thing that I hear when I hear that song is I'm like, Oh, it's like, it could have been like either the monkeys or the Beatles. If it would have just been a couple decades later. Mm -hmm. 
So that's, so with all that being said, I don't hate it. I don't love it. So I'm going to give it like a solid three. Okay. All right. Well, okay. So three is still pretty good. I, I The way you were going, I thought we were going to be in like the two territory. Well, like I just kind of envisioned a bunch of kids in the garage, like I said. So like, I feel like I, I would be a really bad mom if I gave them a two. <laughs> <laughs> Well, if you if you watch a so now now what you need to go is actually uh, go to YouTube and look up like Operation Ivy sound system and watch some of the old VHS videos from them playing, and you're gonna be like, oh, this actually looks like a bunch of kids in a garage, like just totally going off. To, so like, I'll feel less jerkish with the three. Yeah, so no, I like your, that. your your assessment is is fairly uh, accurate of that it. perception. So. Uh, yeah, you should definitely, you should definitely watch some videos of, of them. I will, from back I will. <laughs> Cause I think you're going to be like, oh, and they, and they totally look like I thought they would look like. <laughs> <laughs> I can't, I can't wait to see them. I can't wait to yeah. see them. Oh my goodness. I can't wait to hear your yeah. thoughts on so, the next one. So we have two songs left and just checking in on everybody. Is, is everybody enjoying this so far? Uh, <laughs> let us know, uh, you know, some, some applause or booze or I don't know what whatever whatever you want to send oh. our way. We just want <laughs> Scott said the fact that you put the monkeys and the Beatles in the same sentence is hysterical. I I I'm so glad we have that recorded because I feel like that's gonna be a pull-out quote from this first show. <laughs> it's gonna be amazing. I like it. I like it. Oh my god. Buckle up, folks. Buckle up. <laughs> They're gonna post this in some punk communities, and they're gonna go. They're gonna go wild. It's gonna be amazing. <laughs> oh my gosh, this is great! Oh, this it's so is great. funny. All right, oh, so all right. here we go. Our last, our last two songs. Go gentle, go gentle, Chris. I, I, so I, I actually, <laughs> so I actually have a lot of interesting things to say about this this next one. So, and I think you may be a little shocked. So, oh, um, so Amanda's third song third song pick for me was the eternal flame by the bangles now i am a bangles fan i like the bangles okay uh i actually so and i and i love Susanna hoff so this goes back to what i was saying before about i have definitely an affinity for for female singers the female sure. voice i i love it and Susanna hoff's was i i think she's amazing i love her voice i think she's like extremely talented and actually, I even went back in the day. Uh, she was in a movie, uh, which I got—I <laughs> got to find the name of the movie. I, I had it in my notes um, before, but she was in this movie back in the '80s that I went to go see only because she was in it, um, which is uh, called. Uh, here it is. It's because uh, yeah, I, I think she was, I would know these things. I'm like, no, I just. Well, like it's funny because she was also in. She was also in uh, in Austin Powers films because she was in the band, the Austin Powers like band um, that was uh, that played. So she she was in that, but she didn't have like any roles. But the the movie that she was in that came out um, was was called Ah, uh, where is it? And oh while you're looking gosh. it up, just so our viewers can see, because you can see, but they can't. Right. I just have the song playing in my head, and I'm just swaying back and forth. Imagine if I had a lighter in my hand. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. Oh, <laughs> here it is. It was called The All-Nighter. <laughs> <laughs> there, there's The All-Nighter, and then it was another one, too, that she was in, which I can't remember. But anyway, so she she was in those films and all that, and I, I was like, oh, I got to see Susanna Hoffs because she's amazing. Um, and of course, being a teenage boy, you know, it's like, hey, I go see Susanna <laughs> Hoff. So, so this song, so the thing about this song is what always bothered me about this song is as awesome as Susanna, her, her voice is in the song is I just felt like the song was so like just vanilla for them. Like it just wasn't like the bangles to me. Like it was, but the, but here's the thing. I can very, see that. I can see your point there. But very, but it's also very indicative of the eighties because every eighties band had to have the power ballad. Like the power ballad was mm. like a sure fire ticket to like make money. I mean, everybody, you know, if your band was struggling to get on radio or mm. anything like the power ballad was the way to get in and get the DJs playing them, especially if like maybe they were more played at like, um, you know, more rock radio stuff. Mm -hmm. But like, if you really wanted to get onto the pop stations, like say for instance, like a Z100, like 
Eternal Flame would be like the song that would get them there. And I know they had other big hits like Walk Like an Egyptian, which mm. was a huge, huge hit. And, you know, they had their yeah. share of, I mean, they they definitely were, were hits after hits after hits with them. But Eternal Flame for me was like, this is like the prom song. This <laughs> is like the song that's like possibly someone's <laughs> wedding song at some point. And that's not bad. I'm not saying anything negative against that. Just for me as a, as a fan of the Bengals, this is a song that I hit skip on when it comes up on greatest hits or playlist. <laughs> um, so my my mouth is just on the floor, everyone <laughs> on the and, floor. It's just because it just is not my favorite Bengals song because I, I like so many of their other songs and I just and I know what they're capable of. And yes, they wrote a really cool song. It just is not doesn't feel like the Bengals at all to me. Um, I will say that Susanna Hoffs does now. If you really want some really cool Susanna Hoffs. Susanna Hoffs has done a bunch of like really cool solo records and she's done these three records um, called Under the Covers with Matthew Sweet and they do cover songs, her and Matthew Sweet and other mm. musicians. They are great. Like if they do like all kinds of stuff, like the Beatles, they do all different classic rock stuff and, and just cool. Like just, it's a very, they have a very cool uh, collection of songs that they've covered and if anybody knows Matthew Sweet, like an amazing, like very talented, like singer, guitarist, songwriter, and together they make great music together. I'm just blown away by your level of knowledge within the music community. <laughs> Feel free to give him a applause because that is so impressive to me. I'm like, again, it just made me feel good. Like, that's all I got. <laughs> Well, you know, it's just, this is uh, years of, you know, just listening to stuff and, uh, you know, not having a life at some point and just being like, well, I have my records. Oh, I have my records. <laughs> and my making my mixtapes for people. Um, Killing it. But so, so the Bengals, the Eternal Flame, while I like the Bengals as a band, this is not my favorite song from the Bengals, but I appreciate you, you sharing it with me because it obviously means something to you, which I'd love to hear your story of why you why you like this but um so i'll give you my rating after you you tell me why you picked this song it's so stupid it's so stupid you're gonna laugh when you hear it so i have this vivid memory of like seven-year-old me playing monopoly with my sisters and this song was playing in the background (laughs) doesn't get more all american that does it friends (laughs) Listening to the Eternal Flame and, and buying up uh, property on Broadway or yeah. <laughs> Boardwalk. <laughs> I just bankrupt my sister, but boy, is this song fantastic. <laughs> and it's funny now that you've gotten into real estate. Yes, yes. <laughs> so it, was, it all started with Monopoly Success, and the yes. Bengals. Success leaves clues. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it was, I just remember that song being played in the and it, it just makes me feel good. And it's one of those songs, like I think people headbang to certain songs because that's the reaction. For right. me, it just makes me do this. And I belt it. I belt okay. it. Yes, I sway and my fists are pumped and it's going up and down. Like as I'm belting it, I feel this song. I feel oh. it. Turn around. <laughs> Give me your, your hand. And <laughs> <laughs> Keep myself breathing. <laughs> Do you understand? <laughs> yeah, there you go. I love it. Amanda Chart, <laughs> the Eternal Flame. Um, so my 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 rating for this song, not the band overall, but this this song, is two records. <gasps> <laughs> and because it's just my it's my least favorite. Uh, but I love your story. <laughs> but I love your story. It's a sweet story, and I'm, I'm glad the song means something to you. Uh, <laughs> It means something to you. For me, it's the skip button. (laughs) (laughs) Fair enough. Now tell me, you're going to feel a little guilty every time you have to click the skip button in the future now. And you'd be like, oh, made a Monopoly story skip. (laughs) I will will definitely now think of your story for about 10 to maybe 30 seconds and then. Decide it's still not worth it. And decide, I I don't know. It's just, I, I will put on another Bengals song. And the end of the song is what's the best. Yeah. And as overplayed as Walk Like Egyptian is, because it is a completely overplayed Mm -hmm. song, I still Mm -hmm. like it. (laughs) It's really good. It's just, it's, it's, I think it's happy. I think so. I don't know if I actually know the words to that song, if I'm being honest. Um, 
you know, it's been a while since, uh, but yeah, the, the lyrics of that song, um, I just remember being super simple. Side note. When and I, I like that everybody words. kind of takes turns singing that song yes. too. Which is another yes. cool. Everybody in the Bengals takes a verse and I, I think that's really cool. <laughs> <laughs> and when I don't know the words, instead of looking them up, I just make them up. So there's always that. <laughs> oh, I want to hear the made up words to walk like an Egyptian. <laughs> Amanda version. <laughs> I'll send it to you in Instagram. Do yes, with it please. what you want. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Oh my goodness. So this last song is just... So I went. Oh. I went for. I went for the money on this song. You sure did go for the money for this last song. So first of all, it's Kill Switch. Kill Switch Engage, Engage which Kill Switch Engage is like an oxymoron, <laughs> right? I mean, so it's like kill the switch, no engage. Like so, well, it's kill engage the kill switch. Kill switch engage. Kill switch engage. But it just is like confusing to me. So that bothers me right out of the gate. <laughs> right out of the gate, the, the name. <laughs> and then it's Rose of Sharon, which I think like is really spelled incorrectly. So I can't get past that either. <laughs> <laughs> and then I press play. <sighs> it gave me a headache. I listened <laughs> to it twice because I, I promised myself I'd listen to each song at least twice, maybe more if I liked it a little bit more. Right, right. Oh my gosh. And all I can think is how do they sing that song and not get a sore throat? Well, um, that is a great, that's a great question, but it's just uh training to get that, to get that deep growl. And so uh, I don't know if, I don't know if you looked at a picture of the band, which I, which I urge you to do if you haven't. So, I will after. So Kill Switch Engage actually had two singers. Um, and the, that song in particular was there was the, the second singer of the band and he and then now the band's got the original singer back jesse but um um but but the <laughs> god says true talent and skill how <laughs> it is true talent and skill <laughs> i'm mind blown and it is it is true talent and skill to to, like, to get there who heard that and said they're gonna be a number one let's sign them up to this label well, and so somebody did Right, because that's that's metal, you know, and so they they're a metal band. They're very big in the metal community. Actually, if we want to go even further, we, they're big in the metal core community. So, they they have their roots in Boston, Massachusetts metal scene, hardcore metal scene, and they're all like members from other bands from that scene that got together, created Kill Switch Engage, and they are a humongous band. Uh, they play festivals. They sell out internationally renowned. So the singer on that record is, uh, was, was Howard Jones and Howard was the second singer, uh, in the band. And he's got that. I mean, if you feel he's got that great scream, but then he's got that great bravado where he can just sing. Like this guy has amazing range and there's other bands that he's done. And I think you'd be blown away at his level of range that he can sing. I will say I wrote down like at the 230 mark, mm -hmm. there was some real promise there. Right. I just hadn't, I would have shut it off had I not <laughs> needed to listen to it and never would have gotten to that. Cause at that mark, I go, I can hear a good voice there. Yeah. It's it that. So overwhelming. <laughs> they, they are. So yeah, if you're not used to listening to the metal and it kills. Look at these wrinkles because yeah. of it. <laughs> There's a lot going on because they're like, they, they definitely combine like metal and hardcore elements and then there's even like they even throw some like death metal black metal stuff in there with some of the background vocals but what did i say when i sent this out it's a love song and it is a love song yes. how how i couldn't even so, hear the words to well, know you, that it was you, a love song if you listen to the lyrics it's uh or you know read the lyrics <laughs> read the lyrics <laughs> no but the, the song is very it's actually a really emotional song so it's definitely about like dealing with the loss of a loved one and feeling that you know that that pain and that loss and then saying, you know, I can't wait till we see each other again. Like, and, and so that's what the song is, is really about. It's about dealing with the loss of a, of a someone near and dear, a loved one. And then, and just, you know, expressing that and that, mm -hmm. you know, I, I miss you and I can't wait to see you again. You know, when, when we get, when we get, you know, when we, we, you know, when I die and I get to see you again, you know, so it's just that, that's why I love that song. And it's like when they play this song and people go berserk because it is just like, it's a very, it's like an emotional release. And hold on. Scott said that my mic is very soft. Is this better, Scott? Oh, okay. 
Thank you for letting me know. I guess somebody on Facebook said that. I just want oh, to right. know that we're, we're good. Yes, okay, yes. thumbs up. So that's better. I'll just undo my headset and hold it really close to my face. <laughs> <laughs> well, super close. Superstar. 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 <laughs> superstar. If you see it in the video, you'll be able to see how close. Um, and I just, I guess I could hear bits and pieces. So it is actually about death because I thought I felt that as opposed right. to like losing somebody because of a breakup. Well, yeah, it's, yeah. Cause it's not, it's not so much, but that's why I say it's a love song because it's just like, he's expressing like his love and the loss for the person he's lost in the life. And that could be, you know, a parent, it could be, you know, whatever, you know, someone that you love, like your partner, whatever. And I just, you know, it is just a very, it's a song that like, I know, like, for everybody when it comes on. It's just a very emotional song for and I know you don't because it's just like, oh my God, this sounds like ferocious, but like it is it is a very much a release of uh of total emotion in that song. So when it even when you get that to that big breakdown chorus and it's like, you know, that big bravado comes out, like it's just like just picture like thousands of people like you know like saying all you know, just singing along. It's just a cool moment. So I assume you've went to concerts that that's the entire concert. Yes. Oh, yeah. How, how do you get a headache? No. Nope. What? Nope. Nope. I mean, no, I, I don't. I mean, it's just like that's, I, you know, I'm a big, I'm a big metalhead, and I love, I love metal. I mean, you should, if I, I should send you the videos of where I was at on Saturday, <laughs> that outdoor hardcore <laughs> concert. And you're gonna be like, you're gonna be terrified. I'm gonna send these videos. I'm gonna Instagram these. I'm gonna send the videos. Like, you're gonna be like, <laughs> I can't. <laughs> I would love to take you to one of these shows and just. You know what? When we take the show on the road, that's what we're yeah, gonna yes. do. When we take the show on the road, and I, I will go to any show you want me to go to, and I guarantee oh, we will have a great time. We will have a great time. <laughs> I'll have to have like headphones on, like kid headphones. <laughs> hey, I wear earplugs, so I, I, I no, because I like to get very close. So I've gotten oh to a point where I just wear earplugs because I'm getting to be an old man and I don't want to lose my hearing. <laughs> Doesn't like your heart hurt from like all the vibrations? No, I get it's the adrenaline. Like you just want to oh. go, you just want to go, you just want to go off. <laughs> this is this is the mom in me. Anytime someone drives past me with their like bass real banging and their music real loud, I'm like, they're ruining their ears. They're ruining their ears. <laughs> <laughs> it's such a mom thing to say. Turn that down. You're Turn gonna, that down. You're Turn gonna... that down. <laughs> You want ringing in your ears forever? Is that I what you know. want? I know. I'm like, oh. And when it really goes like, burn, when you can feel it in my house, I can't, like, how do they feel that in their car? Like, how is that feeling good? Makes no sense. Feels great. Feels great. How? And then I always love it. Like, when they're real young, it takes me back to, like, when we first started driving. Like, mm -hmm. it would, like, our cars rattled as the bass would go. <laughs> Like I you think, hope you don't lose a piece of your car yeah. because of the rattle. I know. I bl I blame my uncle for all this because my uncle was like basically my older brother growing up. So I he was eleven years older than me when I was born. So he was basically like my de facto older brother because I saw him constantly, right. and he was so while I grew up on classic rock, like being around like the Beatles and Stones, and I mean all like the 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 foundation of like what you listen to. He was the one that got me into like Kiss, and that was like my first like whoa, this is. And then and then Van Halen, which is like my number one. That's my number one love. And I would go cruising with him, and we would drive, and he would have the radio turned all the way up, and we oh would just God. listen to like Halen and Ozzy and Kiss, <laughs> and like we would crank it. And I got it. It was the best. And I so I blame him because I can't not listen to anything now without being like. <laughs> Especially when I'm in the car and you know going to concerts. I mean, he was the first. I went to my first concert with him, which was Van Halen. So I love uh, that. Bachman Turner Overdrive was the opening band. <laughs> Scott said two words: mosh pit. I would die, Scott. Mosh pit. Oh my gosh! Oh, I'm so sending you these videos. So sending you these videos. Thrilling. Also, wear earplugs too. Sometimes a mouth guard. <laughs> I you didn't know what? First. You know what? You <laughs> got. You got to. Uh, <laughs> there, there, there are some, there are some rules to the pit that, uh, you know, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta be aware of, gotta have your head on a swivel. And then Pedro said, it is the best cruising down the street in my 64. Oh so my funny, funny story. I met my husband 
why I was leaving work. So I was supposed to be where I was, but he was cruising the streets trying to pick up girls and he picked one up. Whoa. That's, yep. That's how we met. Wow. Look at you. <laughs> Pedro like that. Yes. <laughs> what, what, what was he cranking in the car? Was he cranking her? Nothing. Yes. And the Sounds fun like story that. is, mm. so <laughs> he, was trying, <laughs> he was trying to get a girl for his friend. So the very first words he said was, hey, tall girl, I'm five foot. I knew it wasn't to me. <laughs> <laughs> And I was this, y'all can judge me, but I bring some fun to the table. I was also doing one arm push-ups because there was a guy in the in the uh, parking lot wow. who thought he could do more than me. He couldn't. I sealed the deal Boom. with my hubby. Boom. That's all it took. The mic. Drop the mic. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. I love that. I I I hearing you listening to that story right now just made me think of like American Graffiti. You know the movie American Graffiti? Never seen it. You've never seen American Graffiti? I'm write it down. Oh my gosh, you have to write that down. <laughs> yes, you must watch American Graffiti. That is like American cinema. Um, so it's George Lucas before Star Wars. It's ah. uh, it is really great though. It's a fun movie. It's set in the 50s and it's like basically one whole night after um, I don't want, but it's, it's just a cool, it's a coming of age, uh, movie. It's funny. It's, and it just has this, it is, it takes place literally over the course of like a night until like the early morning. Um, and they do a lot of that, like cruising, looking, looking for chicks. <laughs> it's effective apparently. <laughs> Very effective. I'm, well, well, living proof. <laughs> living proof, living proof. I don't, I, I don't want my son to be cruising the streets, but it worked for his father. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a very effective strategy. <laughs> yeah, the hey, tall girl was real sexy. <laughs> hey, tall girl. You're like, oh, man, I might marry this guy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm obnoxious. These are. He's going to listen to this and be like, Amanda, it makes us sound so trashy. It's <laughs> <laughs> amazing. I well, love I love it. it. I love oh. it. Well, well I, um, I will say my my record score for that yes. we got really sidetracked, and I'm sorry about so, that. No, this is good. So, yes, what is your record score? I think you're not going to be surprised. I gave it a one. Okay, that's fine. I was not going to be surprised, but I'm glad you listened to it more than more than more than once. Yeah, and and I do like that you picked up on some of the 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 Howard Jones singing ability there. Yes. That you know that you can hear that. You know, while yes, he can, he does the whole scream and growl that like he has, like he just has an amazing, amazing range. I, I will send you other songs with him that aren't Kill Switch. He's done like other, uh, collaborated with other musicians, and you're gonna be like, I can't believe this is the same guy. I'm gonna have to look, and I could, I really could hear his talent though. I have to he say, is, he is amazing. I just always go, but why would he go that route? That's what blows my mind. He can't have tonsils. He can't have his tonsils still. There's no way. He had to burn them off singing like that. It is, It is. as it was said before, it is extreme skill. <laughs> you say skill, I say yeah. he's hurting his body. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. I love it. I love it. I love it so much. All right. So your hubby, your wow, story so, isn't trashy. I met my wife in a oh, sheep pasture. That's where, so where are you getting those comments though. from, by the way? <laughs> what? Where are you seeing those comments? Oh, if you click on, say, click on the little bubble above Scott's head, and that'll oh. pull up the 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 feed. Oh, look at that! Look, I'm learning something new. <laughs> <laughs> that I is that it. is pretty funny. I love it. <laughs> oh wow! Look at this. Okay. Oh, great. So still, still learning this app. Still learning. I know this, <laughs> yeah. but I think overall we've had a fun time with episode one. I mean, yes. we, we got through six songs, so I think that seems to be a good amount. Yeah. Did we want to invite anyone up to the stage to see if anybody would like to come up time? and uh, share <laughs> anything or tell us how we did? <laughs> <laughs> or share or give us a song and we'll listen to it for next week and we'll add it as a bonus song. Um, what, whatever. Uh, we're, we're happy to bring up anybody on stage. <laughs> oh, this is hilarious. Oh my gosh. I literally have tears. Whew. <clears throat> this yeah. was so much fun. So in the meantime, uh, we will, we will begin to wrap it up unless somebody else wants to jump up here, but yeah, so we will be 
here next Monday at 12 o'clock, we'll have a new fresh round of songs that we will have picked for each other. Uh, I am really happy about how this turned out because this is very funny. And I will tell everybody a little bit. I will give everybody a little bit of behind the scenes stuff. So Amanda and I are recording this uh, on video as well. So there will be eventual video versions where you'll be able to see us, which makes it all that much better because we can see each other mm -hmm. while we're doing this and we can see each other react uh, on, on these songs. And of course, if you want to follow along or play along, however you want to say it, uh, you can go to thechrisandamandashow.com and it links right to our Spotify plays, playlist where you can hear the songs that we pick for each other. And we will be updating that weekly with the next songs. So episode two, we will have some new music. And also feel free, if you have suggestions of songs you want us to react to, we're open to that too. So we could pick our three songs together and there could be an audience song where we can just both Absolutely. react to that song. So we're, we're, we're open to that uh, as, as we evolve this show. <laughs> it's It was fun. I mean, we had a lot of dialogue in between the songs. And again, I'm blown away. I knew you had a lot of knowledge about music. I just am blown away by the depth of the history that you knew. I'm going to have to do a little bit more digging next time. It's okay. It's all right. It's okay. Yeah. I mean, this is, I have a lot of useless knowledge in my head, so I got to, I got to get rid of it somehow. <laughs> it was useless until the Chris and Amanda show. And now it's completely useful. Yes. yes. <laughs> You were just you were just preparing for this day. <laughs> I've been I've been doing doing the work. I'm doing the training. Putting <laughs> in the time. My, my ten, ten thousand hours <laughs> of listening to records. Um, any final words, Amanda, before we sign off? Oh man, this was just so much fun. I, I hope the People in the audience enjoyed it. I hope they laughed a little, giggled a little, um, judged a little, judged a lot. It's okay. It was meant to be fun and entertainment. So I'm super excited that they all showed up. And because talking to a, a empty room is not fun. It is not fun. No. So I just appreciate them being here and being on this journey with us and being a part of episode number one. Yes. Yes. Really. Thank you all so much. Really appreciate all of you. And uh, we will. We'll see you next Monday at 12 o'clock Eastern. Look, and we're only three minutes over. That is yes. not bad. <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> All right, everyone. Thank you so much, and we'll see you next week. Bye, friends. Bye. Bye.